You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's April 6, 2023, and you are watching episode 330 of the PHPSE podcast. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. We've been waiting for you. We are a weekly podcast that focuses loosely on PHP, the programming language, the community, and all the happenings that go along with that. I am one of your hosts. All of our hosts are treated equally here. I want to make that clear up top. I guess there was some confusion on that, but I am one of your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, and uh, I welcome you. I welcome you here. If this is, again, your first time joining us, there are a few things that you might want to know. One thing is you can be part of the live stream, which we stream every Thursday night around 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And to be part of that live stream, all you have to do is join us in our Discord at discord.phpugly.com. It doesn't only, it's not only there for the show, it's there all week long. Great group of people in there, fantastic, smart, and, and helpful. I mean, quite honestly, I've reached out to many of them for many things, so I do appreciate them. This show is made a little better thanks to some sponsors we have, honeybadger.io and PHP Storm, and our supporters on Patreon. We're going to talk about all of them more a little later in the show, but for now, allow me to introduce my fellow clowns in coding, John Congdon. I have so many questions right now. And Tom right up. I don't have any questions. What do you mean you don't Let's have any questions? This! How could you not have questions? What questions do you have? Hey, I got a I- full I got a full glass of scotch tonight. It's been one of those days, and I have a feeling it's gonna be one of those nights, so. That's the way to get started, but now I want to know what this drama is around one of your hosts, and you made a big deal out of it being one of the hosts. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, John. I don't know what I'm referring to, John. Don't know was, what at all. Was there some drama that I missed? You just don't pay attention. You don't pay attention at all. You've That's got impressive. to be part of the meetings. That's very impressive. <laughs> and. I, I don't. I'm not gonna, John. I'm not gonna point out. I'm not gonna call out any names. I'm not gonna point anybody out. But somebody was offended that I, I might have referred to him as a co-host, which technically we're all co-hosts. But so, and then the the other question is: you keep talking like there's this grand future and things are great, and then I saw a tweet and I'm confused. What tweet did you see that confuses you now, John? Well, I will share it in Discord, and if you want to see it, go to discord.phpugly.com. My, one of my friends tweeted out, this might be my last show, and I am scared. <laughs> that's, that's me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. You are a friend. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think, uh, I think we have a whole Scarface situation happening here. I, I'm, I can't be positive, but I think my current wife is trying to have me killed. Oh, um, either my current wife or or my mother in law might be doing it because they're out visiting. 
there, there, there's, there's a possibility it might be my niece as well. Somebody's trying. They might all be trying to kill me. But I know I get home today. We have guests from out of town, mother-in-law and a niece, and my wife, my current wife, are all here at the house. I get home. They bail. They're staying in the night somewhere else because they have to babysit some dogs or some crap. I'm pretty sure she's having me killed tonight. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> and doesn't want to be around. They, they just all needed to be out of the house. They needed hmm. to be each other's alibi. Do you think it's like a gas leak situation? Or? <laughs> no, I, I think it's like a Scarface thing where just all these assassins are going to you know, just come into my house. Sure, sure. I, 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 I could definitely see that being worth paying money for. <laughs> pretty confident. Okay, I'm glad I clarified that because that was very confusing. No, no. I mean, you know, I'm glad one of my last acts here on Earth will be to clarify things for you, John. That's I, I appreciate that's what that. I tried to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've had make, a rough, just, just rough day. Make sure it looks like an accident. That's all I say. <laughs> all right, let's go around the horn, Tom. How was your week? pretty good i've got a short week here uh this is my last work day of the week uh tomorrow is a refresh day take some time and do some self-care stuff so i am going to sleep in until two-ish <laughs> that's, that's like, one way that's to take like care of yourself company-wide thing uh yeah for the engineers they get uh they get a couple sort of speckled days off to care of themselves and do their own thing so okay so i'm i'm happy but uh i actually think i am going to be working tomorrow because i pushed a bug out today (laughs) so i need to push the bug fix out tomorrow but uh you know it happens oh i know about that happening yes tell me about your week there john same thing all of a sudden I happen to be working on something on Wednesday, which is the normal release day. <clears throat> and I took something I was working on and rebased it onto the latest develop branch, and all of a sudden things started breaking. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> How, why, what's going on here? And I reached out to another developer. I'm like, hey, I, I need help with this because think that this is going to break stuff in production when it goes live later t- this afternoon. And it turns out it wasn't his PR that broke things. It was his change that exacerbated an issue with my code. And the whole thing is storing serialized objects, store, storing that data in a database. And then when you go to, re- uh, go to unserialize it, it was breaking. And all he did was introduce an actual uh, serialized and deserialized and unserialized magic methods to the class because that's the proper way to handle that. If you don't, PHP gets smart and tries to take care of it for you. Uh, my code didn't necessarily touch that class in, in uh, specifically. It was more... I was serializing a class that also had that class in it. Long story short, he didn't do anything wrong, but the way I was serializing broke things. Luckily, 
not that bad of a fix. And the, 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 the implication that was wasn't that like nobody did anything wrong, but I broke it. No, I no, I I did it wrong in the fact that I was serializing the object and not realizing it was also using classes that did not have a serialize and unserialize method. Therefore, PHP tries to get smart and handle it, and it was working fine. But as soon as you introduce those methods, you no longer have access to the data that you need. Whereas, hmm. had I had the those ma- methods on there to begin with. Fixing it is not that big of a deal. The good news was it was caught before it went live. But then it went live anyway and things still broke. My serialization errors are always related to like when the class changes. And so you rebuild a class from serialized data and it says, oh, this is an incomplete now. You have to complete the class. Right. So that's the serialized, unserialized thing. If you have those methods then you can provide sane defaults. Right. If you don't have those methods, it serializes fine. And like you said, as long as you don't change the class, you can unserialize fine. But as soon as you make any change, it's like, ah, it's incomplete. I don't know what to do. Best practice, add those methods. Serialize, unserialize. Know how you're recreating your classes or your objects. And then as things change, you can, I think it's called upcasting. You can make the proper changes that are necessary for data that you have that's older. I like it. Yeah. And Eric, was your around the horn a baseball thing? You know, everything is baseball in my life. Hey, baseball. It's been it's been fun I, I, watching I, the uh, new rules really screw with everyone. Mm-hmm. All right, Eric, I want to hear about your week, and then I'll talk more about baseball for you. Uh well, I mean, you know how part of my week went. Uh, John, John, and I did a little pair programming. He kind of demystified mocking for me. Although I think I would have gotten there on my own. I, I was just about going down the path that John took me down. Um, so, so yeah, but it was nice to have him there to ask, ask a couple questions, but yeah, did some, did some walking for the services we talked about went really well. Um, based on that, what happened there, <clears throat> I really wish we had a Laravel specific testing, uh, tutorial or presentation at tech. We do. It's called Pest. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say. That seems like something From you have. the Pest creator themselves, Nuno, will be talking about Pest. So I am very excited about that. Man, I just... I am both excited and terrified about how quick tech is approaching. This weekend's a big weekend for us. Big weekend for us. We got a champ in our Discord is heading out to good old... Maryland, and uh, picking up all the equipment, and almost taking it to Chicago for us, but not just coming up just short so he can he can blackmail us, <laughs> hold it ransom. <laughs> Very smart on his 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 part. I, I've got to hand it to him. Not to put any ideas in his head or anything, but now just to be clear, here, Champ is a person you have actually met before, right? 
Never. Never met him. Never Perfect. Met him. What could go yeah. wrong? No. Can't see anything wrong with that. We met him in the in the important way, Tom. You and I have played Rocket League with him. We have played Rocket League together. Well, there you go. That's all. That's all you need to know. You get a sense of his driving ability, so you're you're good. I'm sure that's all good. Yes, he's going to blow up at least four cars on the way to Chicago. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I am I am my stress level is going to reduce dramatically after this weekend. When I hear Champ say, "Hey, I it's got in the storage. Bags. We're good. Got it back. Yeah, yeah. I just need to. I need to get. And that's only half the b- battle. We do actually have to get to Chicago after that. But we're you know baby steps right now. <laughs> we're just baby <laughs> stepping it right now. So uh, yeah, that's big. I had a absolutely frustrating day today. I, I want to share it with you guys." Um, and then hopefully we can talk some more about PHP. But I, I, I've got to, I've got to get unload this because it's just like eating me away. Nothing you guys can do about it, and I just want to put AT and T on blast because you guys are dicks. Um, we've I, I've I've used AT and T for my personal lines. I've had five lines on AT and T cellular for over twenty years. Like when the iPhone first came out. I had just switched to AT&T like a couple months before that happened. And then it turned out, oh, yeah, this is uh, this is the network that's going to get, get the first iPhone. If you remember, the first iPhone was only on AT&T. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get an iPhone because, you know, I, I'm part of that crowd. Um, so that's how long I've been with AT&T on a personal level. Uh, a while back... When my kid moved up north, they 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 were doing so much. Uh, they hadn't had an opportunity to get internet set up, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, you're not going to be up here without internet." First thing, they needed internet to get their job done. But I'm like, "There's no way I'm leaving you here without internet." So I I ordered this. Uh, I have it right here. I ordered a very expensive, very expensive. Uh, mobile hot hotspot, uh, Wi-Fi hotspot, and I'd gone down to I'd gone to AT and T in downtown San Francisco, and they were great. Uh, they were like, "Hey, uh, you know, we can only get you this much on a personal plan, but if you have a business plan, we can do all this other stuff for you. It could be unlimited. It could be way faster." I'm like, "Yeah, I I happen to own a couple of companies. Let's uh, let's do a business plan." So this was for, you know, this this was a workaround. It was for personal use, but it was a business plan. So they had set us up, and uh, John and I had just taken over operations of PHP Architect. So when when I had given them the tax ID for PHP Architect that we had uh, had established, they're like that that tax ID isn't coming up. I'm like, all right, it's very new. It's only like a few months old. Uh, Let me just give you. My other company, uh, Diego Dev, and gave it to them. That worked. They got that working. They got me all set up. No problem. Kept that service for six, seven months. That was one of the things you're like, hey, you can just cancel whenever you want. Just, just cancel. Just call and say you're canceling. It's fine. So I kept it for about six, seven months, maybe a little longer. I forget exactly. 
but it went away. So I, I've had this hotspot. I've been holding on to it. And we have tech coming back up. And there, for a couple of reasons, we're thinking we want a hotspot, a very reliable, high-speed hotspot. Probably a couple. AT&T. Like four. It would have been four, you dicks. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I, we have a business account with AT&T because I started it. And so I call them up and they're like, yeah, sure. No problem. We'll send you out another SIM. And it's, they send me out another SIM. Doesn't work. So I call them back up. They're like, hey, uh, you know, your account's been can- closed, canceled or closed. I forget. I'm like, well, h- how the hell did that happen? I didn't cancel or close. You guys just sent me a SIM card. They're like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, let's try to reopen it. And it, it was just like this thing where they're like, okay, my supervisor needs to call you back. Give it about 24 hours. And I gave it like a day and they didn't call me back. So I had to run uh, one of my kids to the airport this morning. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to typically what I do because it's a long drive. I think I explained this before. I, I hang out in the area until the airplane actually takes off. So I'm like, okay, I'll run to the AT&T store. I'll get all this worked out. I'll get this hotspot working. My kid went into the airport, got through security, waited to board the plane because they were about half hour, 45 minutes early, got on the plane, landed in San Francisco, got on the BART all quicker than I got out of the AT&T store. And I'm not even <laughs> fucking with you guys. And end of the day, end of day, they couldn't re- reactivate my account. They couldn't tell me why they couldn't reactivate re- reactivate my account. They said they could reactivate it if I put down a thousand dollar deposit on the account. I'm like, a thousand dollars for what? I, I I'm not I'm not buying any equipment from you guys. I'm paying for a service that I previously paid for on the account that you guys created, and then you guys canceled it. What the hell do you want a thousand dollar deposit for? Well, that's just how we have to do it. No, it's not because you didn't do it before that way, you assholes. Oh my god. So I, I mean, all that time, all that time in the 18p store going around in circles with you know different like managers and different you know, they I, it wasn't me. I wasn't I wasn't being a whole Karen. You know, they understood what I was asking. They understood the benefit of having business accounts as opposed to personal accounts. So I didn't really have to do a lot of heavy lifting. They did all that. They kept escalating and escalating and escalating. And then today I walked out of there without it. I'm like, that's it. And, That's and I waste the time. And I'm I think I'm gonna pull all my personal numbers off of ATT and just go somewhere else, go to Verizon or something, because it was infuriating. It was absolutely infuriating. And they the fact that they couldn't explain to me why we had gotten in that position, I'm like, I'm trying to do business with you. You guys can't you guys can't figure this out what the hell's wrong with you oh man i am so mad at at&t right now so mad wow <sighs> it, it makes no sense <laughs> it just makes no sense yeah yeah there, there, there's no way i thought i was going to walk out of that store without the hot spot being activated and sure enough that's what the hell happened i mean the the, the crappy part is that is an at&t device you can't go somewhere else with that device, right? 
No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I think it's it was good across a few networks. I have to, I have to pull it up and see what networks it was good on. Oh. But uh, I, yeah, I don't so think it's it's AT and T's signal. But there are multiple networks. This is one of the craziest things to me is that there was this big move to break up the the cell phone industry because it had gotten too big. So they they passed this law that you could buy signal from a a provider. And so that's how we got things like Ting and Mint Mobile and stuff like that, where they don't build their own network. They just buy network time off of these other providers. But now now Mint Mobile is being bought by T-Mobile. It's like, how can you let that happen? How can you... How can you let T-Mobile buy the thing that exists to restrict its size? <laughs> well, T-Mobile is one of the smaller players anyways, aren't they? No, T-Mobile is the, it's the big three. It's Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. Those are the only networks that exist. Mm. Uh, everything else is buying networks from those three. Cricket, uh, Boost, you know, all those networks, they're just riding on someone else's network. Mm. It's it's bizarre to me that you're allowed to buy your competition this way. I I just I don't American markets make no sense to me, especially when all those rules are in place to prevent that and it still happens. Yeah. Eric, I'm I'm assuming this question is for you. Is that is that Totoro on your hat? No, that's a buddy butt. That's a bunny ass, baby. Hmm. A little Peter Cottontail action going on there. I'm sure there's a reason for that. It's going to be Easter. You are a dumbass. I am you, dumb. You, <laughs> but why is it a bunny butt? Because it's funny. Because bunny butts are funny. Come on. Catch up. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I I got it. I immediately got it. Good for you. You must celebrate Easter. This this is coming from the guy who pours green dye in his toilet on St. Patrick's Day, so his kids think the, the leprechaun came, but he doesn't oh. know about the bunny. Next year, you yes. got to get some green silly strings. So the leprechaun oh, pooped God. in your toilet. <laughs> the What's wrong with you? It make no sense. Uh, so baseball. Baseball. It's, it's been an interesting baseball week. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of baseball, but it shows really? up on my shows up on my Reddit feed whenever something funny happens, like an uh, umpire throwing a guy out for missing a a catch. Did you see that one? Missing the catcher when he went to reach back for the ball and he pulled his glove away. He pulled his glove away, but he was it was absent minded. It was obviously like right. not on purpose. No, yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they like the ref just threw him out. Umpire, umpire, yes. the um, yeah, the umpire just like tossed him for that. I well, thought that was, was hilarious. Was a, but there was a lot more that went into it than just him doing that. I did not see anything more than that. So there was something between the the pitcher and the umpire prior to it, where the pitcher kept asking for new balls because he was already pissed off at the umpire, <laughs> and just before that it happened. When the pitcher asked for a new ball, the catcher went to get the ball, but the umpire threw it to the pitcher directly instead of giving it to the catcher, which is what they normally do. 
So then all of a sudden he asked for another new ball again because the pitcher's pissed off at the umpire. So the catcher went to grab it and he's like, oh, wait, the umpire's just going to throw it direct. Pulled his right. glove down. <laughs> I, it's the whole thing's. <laughs> it weird. is. It's stupid, but it's funny. And then uh, this week, a, uh, a batter was adjusting his gloves and got too close to the eight second mark, the new eight second rule Annie, for Annie Machado, the yeah. San Diego Padre. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, he was called out because it was an automatic strike for going over time in the box. Right. He, he, he was given a, a strike, which happened to be his third strike. His third strike. Yeah. yeah. So he, he said something in response to that, and the umpire just immediately threw him out. That was that was fun. I'm, I'm just I'm enjoying all these these new uh, all these like, new rules getting put in place and everyone oh, being then, very upset about it. Then then you will like my rule laughability issue that I had. I in my game on Saturday, we're we're playing and again it's little league. I don't care about wins and, and <clears throat> wins or losses. It's get out there have fun. I had a kid. Don could even yeah. bring himself to say it. I, wins and don't bother me. They don't bother. Me. I can, uh. Yeah, second places, whatever those, whatever that the is. The bad part is the kids don't get that, to hit that often because it's so many walks. Right, the the kids pitch wildly. They're not throwing oh, a whole lot of strikes. Rough. I I get a kid in there, hits a pop fly, but it's an infield pop fly. He gets to first base just fine and they they call him on an infield fly rule first of all i don't know why they called him out all of a sudden he's they're calling him out and he's walking back in and he's upset and i'm like what's going on somebody said it and i'm leaning against the fence i already have an issue with some guy on the outside of the fence like (laughs) he he comes over i've stood in the same place all season, like th- that's where I stand when my team's batting, so I can be encouraging, whatever. And from behind the fence, he comes over. He's like, "Coach, you got to be over there. You got to be over by the dugout." I'm like, "Okay, I have no clue who this is telling me what I'm supposed to be doing, but okay, I move over." Then the infi- in- infield fly rule happens. Never, so never do and what he- someone else tells you to do when you're well, the coach. Well, then. This guy overhears me say, infield fly rule. I didn't know that was a thing in Little League. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. And I'm like, I look back at him. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it's a thing. I'm like, okay, you don't have to laugh at me. It's my first time coaching. Like, I was so pissed off. Like, I don't know who you are, and you're you're doing all this. And I asked him. But you're not, a, you're not a vengeful person, though. Like, if someone did that to me, I'll be like, I, I would start running every play past him. If like yeah. if a if a strike gets called, I'd go to the guy. Hey, is that uh, is that how that works? That, <laughs> is that a strike or is that a ball? How does? Hey Tom. Okay, so Tom. that guy that guy touched home plate. Does that mean Tom. we get a point or they Tom. get a point? <laughs> Tom, <laughs> explain the infield fly rule to us. No. <laughs> what 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 pisses me off is the whole thing is it's not meant to be a benefit to the defense. It's supposed to pr- protect offense. It's supposed to protect the runners. And the whole thing is, if it if you hit an infield fly that could be caught reasonably, then 
you call the runner out so that the other um, runners can advance without worrying about getting hurt. The problem is, this is Little League. What's reasonable for them to catch? They, they don't so catch half the balls anyway, <laughs> right? I like your thinking there, John. I, I, I am surprised it's there, but I, I assume you had, uh, you had people in first and second? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, you have to have, yeah, you have, to have I, I'm, players I'm on at least first, second, or first, second, and third. Yeah. And you have to have less than two outs. Right. Yep. That's, that's yeah. all correct. Yeah. I, anyway. I don't anyway, that struggle. was my weekend, my baseball weekend. That was funny. <laughs> oh, you, know, man. you know what we should do? Sponsor? We, sh- we, we should pay some bills. Let's pay some bills. We should. I, I don't know how we're doing. How uh, Have we it. figured out how we're doing Storm yet? We'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we will we'll get start. to that. <laughs> Let's start with Honey Badger. How about that? Honey Badger? Like that. Yeah. If you're like most devs, too much of your time gets sucked up with downtime issues, troubleshooting, and error tracking. How can you spend more time shipping code and less time putting out fires? Honey Badger is how. It's a suite of monitoring tools specifically for devs. It's the only system that combines error monitoring, uptime monitoring, and cron and heartbeat monitoring into a clean, fast interface. Sure, you can get familiar with any interface, but why waste your time learning some Franken-system interface that looks like an airline cockpit when what you need is clarity and speed? You won't know if Honey Badger will really save you, your, save you time and trouble until you see how it works in your own tool chain. With two lines of code in five minutes, you can see for yourself. Honey Badger automatically hooks into popular web frameworks, job systems, authentication libraries, and front-end JavaScript. Imagine fixing errors before your users can even report them. Five minutes of your time with the free trial is all it takes to see if it will work for you. It just might be the best five minutes you've spent in a while. Check out honeybadger.io. Honeybadger.io is awesome, and we're actually expanding our use of it again. We are expanding our use. Yeah, I, I'm actually very excited about it. But yes, we we are we're bringing another one of our clients, uh, one of our many many clients, bringing another one on to the Honey Badger. So platform. many clients, and they're wonderful. They're great clients. The best clients. The best, I'm not a, the best clients. I'm not a very good impressionist. Perfect clients. Oh, yeah. Have, so have you else? guys ever had something you would describe as a perfect phone call? No, not, not like, with AT and T. Like, <laughs> I'm still very upset. I apologize. I, it's just it's something that keeps it, it keeps being said, and I don't know what it means. Like, I could understand tech support having a perfect phone call. Like, if you're working tech support and and you say like the first thing you say fixes their problems, that's a perfect phone call. But what like are you talking about, did something come up? Yeah, the president keeps talking about his perfect phone calls. Uh, the former the former president, yeah. soon to be inmate. Well, I got a question, John. You, mm-hmm. Is this what is this? Like, look at my video. My video. You and Tom are 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 like end to end, and my video has little black lines. 
Mm-hmm. What are you talking about little black lines? You don't see it on your side? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a setting on your camera. We'll look at it. Oh, that's why, I, I, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, I ran into that before. Okay. You're, cool, cool. We can fix it. All right. Excellent. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we will. I'll just hit buttons. I'm sure it can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens all the time. I, I take the camera off the tripod to go to a, the meetup or something, and I end up hitting something wrong, and all of a sudden my camera's bad for two days because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need a crash course, please, on all of the settings yeah. and what I could possibly be doing wrong. What's going on with the release managers? Are, is it eight point three that's being voted for or has been voted for? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's a, it's another it's error, is it not? Is it done? Uh, I, I believe it's close. Pretty much, pretty much done. I was trying to so. find it before the show, and I can't find where the voting is or what the <clears> status <throat> is. Oh, I wish you. Yeah, that's, that's everything is to... everything is about the. Um, oh wait, maybe it's the wiki to do. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. it'll be it'll be much easier to find soon, because PHP internals discussions are moving to Reddit. What? What? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna have to link to something. You're going to have to cite your sources on this one. Yeah, so uh, there was an RFC about uh, extendable enums. Are you talking? Wait, 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 wait. There were only three candidates this time? <laughs> wait, what? Did you not see? Did you not see that, that chat with Sarah? I saw. I, I didn't read all of it. I saw it come we, up. And we I, were talking I, about how Eric, Eric defeated all the odds and managed to lose <laughs> because <laughs> two out of the three people got got selected. How? <laughs> I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to be a jerk. I just. I mean, obviously, I know Eric Mann from the community. I don't know the other two, do I? No. Yeah, I don't think they they. The uh, I recommend. I'm sorry, Calvin and Jacob. I just I I don't know you yet. I hope to know I'm you. Sure Come you to PHP Tech so I can meet you. <laughs> if I <lose> my tickets, <laughs> we'll stop making fun of you. Oh, speaking of that, I got I got I got notification. I guess that somebody on this show bought a ticket to PHP Tech. Well, no, he didn't buy a ticket. Somebody bought a ticket and put his name on it. Well, that's that's <laughs> true. I'm excited that you're going to be out there, Tom. I I am too. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm glad you taught you sound Eric how to read emails. No, I still don't. I still have not seen your name. I I, I don't know <laughs> what you not? guys are talking about. It's always two emails that come in. Once the person purchases purchases the ticket, and then the second email is oh so and so registered for the event. So mm. one person can buy ten tickets, and then they say hey. Ticket one goes oh, to so this you're person. Saying Tom's name was on the registration, right? Okay. Just I, I kept looking at the purchase. You're like his name is on there. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> his name. Just, I was. I kept looking at that that one. So you're uh, gonna get it, Tom. Tom, yes. have you get in your hotel room yet? I have. Okay, that is a real concern of mine. Of anybody, I I, I feel like I feel like like. 90% of the tickets that are going to be bought have been bought. We might get a couple trickling in 
um, as the days get closer. But my big concern is anybody who is thinking about coming and buying their ticket like last minute, you might not be staying in the hotel. The hotel is filling up. They told us, they're like, hey, we can't extend your block anymore. We're almost at two capacity. I'm like, well, crap. You know, I didn't mean for our conference to bring in that much uh, business for you, but that's great it did. I'm sure that's that's what caused it. Of yeah. course. I'm not sure Taylor you... Swift, who's going to be in town or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so the listeners know how stressed out uh, John and Eric are. It, it was about three seconds from the point where I purchased my ticket to I was con- congratulated on getting my ticket. Was it really that John. quick? It was, was it? very fast. I just happened to be checking my email and I saw it come in. I was like, oh, nice. We got another ticket sale and not thinking much of it. And then saw the next email come in. I'm like, oh, look, it was tough. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to mention it to uh, until the podcast, but you, you picked it immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I have a little if this, then that uh, – uh, hook that every time it happens, a bunch of, of confetti course. shoots out of, uh, of, out of a cannon do. here in the office. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's 200 pieces of confetti on the floor. <laughs> Tom, we cut you off. You were talking about you're you're making up a lie about how PHP internals conversations moving to Reddit, and I still don't believe you. Yeah. So there was a, a conversation about. Uh, about extending enums, and in that conversation, someone was talking about all these mailing list terminologies that they used from, you know, the 80s. Uh, and the guy who posted the RFC said, you know, honestly, I've never used a mailing list before. It's like 70s technology. I don't, I don't understand how to do it. So he wants to move to Reddit, which is like a 90s technology? Well, so the, there was a conversation... Exactly. There was a conversation around uh, what to use, and there was GitHub discussions uh, or Reddit. And it seems like the the fact that in Reddit you can sort of infinite depth uh, thread conversations, which is what they want to go for. I, I think I think you got uh, I think you got taken for an April Fool's Day joke, Tom. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> I I embraced this. I was like, this is a good change. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, this, right this was a joke report for April Fool's Day. What, why is he keep it. going on about it? And then I realized, oh, no, he believes us. <sighs> I hate April Fool's Day. <laughs> really that do. That was great. <laughs> All right, cut, love that, the fact that, cut that part out of the podcast. <laughs> We, Fine. I had my, I had my well, baseball it, game on April's Fool, Fool's Day, so I created a whole lineup for the coaches to be out there. And all the kids were like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, this is just practice for you guys. The coaches are playing today." Really? I'm like, yeah. So you think Fine. maybe that in that that infield fly rule was just a prank that you fell hard for? That's a good point. No, unfortunately. I could understand that I, as somebody who's recently fallen for an April Fool's prank. <laughs> that was a very good one. That was a very good April Fool's. And, and I'll be, I'll, 
I hadn't heard about it, so that's why I had asked you to say the source. I was queuing up all the arguments on why this was a bad idea. And then I'm like reading it. I'm like, well, hmm, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> One, it's Reddit. Nobody goes to Reddit anymore. Yeah, I've I've started going back. My my buddy Matt got me hooked back on um, what's it called? Dev community, DEV community. What's it? Dev to dev to. I I was all about that. It, it's again one of one of these like uh, micro blog, not micro blog, but like you can post blog posts and they all kind of like Medium, but it's free and it's really developer focused. And uh, I was all about it for a while. There was just like every day there were just new PHP and Laravel stories. I even have it as one of the places I go check when we do news and noteworthy for PHP Architect. Um, but it, it had died off, and I I stopped checking. And my buddy Matt said, "Hey, no, you should go back. There's a uh, there's good stuff there." So I've been popping back on every now and then if anybody's curious. Eric, your Spanish-speaking kid brought up a good good topic in Discord. Again, that's discord.phpugly.com if you want to join us. Uh, they talked to their teacher's assistant, their TA, and told them that they were using VS Code. And the TA was like, you should be using Eclipse. And right. when, asked, when asked why, they said, because it was better for Java. Right. So they are really starting to appreciate the hatred for Java. I, I get messages every now That's and then. That's one, one classmate. That's a single like, class yeah, name. You're a they, developer now. They underscore, are underscore, starting to underscore. It's you got to make everything very long. And again, I want to stress, they are not a computer science major. This is like a, a, a extra class that they're taking to fulfill some you know, requirements or whatever. I, I'm surprised that they're they're doing this, and I mean I'm I'm happy for them. I hope they stick with it. It would be nice to have another developer in the family. Uh, but yeah, they're doing Java. I I don't know. I mean I'm sure there's VS Code plugins for Java. I I don't know. I don't know Java. I don't do Java, so I don't really know the efficiency of any of it. But I do know Eclipse, written in Java, was initially made for Java. So yeah, that makes sense. That's so here's my most recent experience with Java. I got a, a managed switch with a web interface, and the web interface is all done in Java. So guess what yeah. I can't do? What? Manage my switch. <laughs> it turns out it turns out all the browsers that supported Java no longer do. No, that can't be right. Browsers don't support Java, though, do they? They support JavaScript, but not Java. Well, no, they, no, they the support Java, Java, like, the Java server, like the IBM WebSphere. WebSphere, that's what it's called, right? WebSphere. Like, like they're, running they're a, a Java applet in a browser window. Can't do it. Oh, is that what you're talking about, Java applets? Yeah. Oh, okay. Those that's are, a very different yeah. story. Yeah, those have been gone for a long time, haven't they? Yes, apparently. The only way I'm able to manage my my switch is I downloaded a an LTS version of Firefox. Uh, I believe it's 5.0, something close to that. 
And that still kind of supports the Java stuff. But you have to go in and like whitelist the domain that you're viewing to even get it to load the applet. Very, very stupid. CompSci minor, Eric. You should know your kids better. I don't know. I don't know why you would be forced to use Eclipse. Other than other than Eric's argument, which is that IDEs are a crutch and they want you to learn the hard way. But also, why? No, IDE, IDEs are not. IDEs are not a crutch. PHP Storm, I, IntelliJ would be an awesome option. Yeah, IntelliJ IDEA or VS Code, perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't know Java. I, I, I told him at the beginning of the semester, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to help you. I don't know Java. I wrote a Java application for an Android app, and I stumbled my way through it to make it work. Got it working. And I did not use Eclipse. It's still better than Objective-C. <clears throat> what, what did you use, Sean? Whatever the Android Android Studio. Was. Yeah, Studio. Yeah, Android Studio, Studio. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I'm always confused. Is Android Studio part of JetBrains that they it's not they, JetBrains license or huh? No, it's it's owned by Google. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. Google. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks it looks very much like JetBrains. So hmm. I mean, I know they're all based off Eclipse, or at least I I think they're all based off Eclipse. But yeah, they look they look very similar. Yeah, I know you need like a terabyte to run it or something. Like a terabyte of space. It's some huge beastly thing. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. It worked. But with that segue into IDs, let's talk about our second sponsor. PhD our second Storm. sponsor. Yeah. I activated my license. Good I job. I am <laughs> a a PHP Storm user now. Uh a big thing that motivated me was the latest update, the 2023.1 update. Have you guys upgraded this t- to this yet? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. My, my upgrade's yet, not, automatically, so I'm not yeah, sure. Not, now you have me questioning what version I'm on. Because go to toolbox I don't know. and just look. Open up your toolbox. I think it tells you right there in toolbox. Yeah. If you're, if you're not aware, mm-hmm. toolbox is a great little uh, mini program for people of the JetBrains ecosystem. Yeah, I'm on 2023.1. Um, it, it does not, it does all the JetBrains products you have are right there, but it also keep track of all your projects that you're, that you've recently worked on. So you can just open them from there as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting more and more familiar with uh, PHP storm. Uh, matter of fact, uh, it was funny. I told you, John and I pair programmed this week mm-hmm. in he said, "I forget what you said exactly. You something like I, I don't know. I don't know what how you do that in Vim or something." I'm like, "Well, this is Storm, dude. Just tell me in Storm." <laughs> it could be. It's so customizable. You can do so much with uh, PHP Storm. Actually, any of the JetBrains IDEs. Um, where I really thought he was in just his Vim session because he's he's got his relative line numbers and. Ugh. He was in a very minimalized view, which is one of the the good things. You can really focus on what you're trying to do. There's a lot more of that now, actually, in uh, 2023.1. There's a a new UI that's in beta. Uh, That was in 2022.3 as well. uh, There's a compact mode. 
Uh, I enabled that this week. Yep. The current file that you're editing is is now listed when the the panes are hidden, so you can see what file you're working on, even if your tabs are hidden. Uh, there's a new UI tabs. for the little run widget. You, now, you don't use tabs, or you don't you use tabs? You just don't know you're using it. You have them hidden. Well, yeah, they're buffers in my world. Yeah. But yes, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't have tabs going across the top of my uh, my yeah, IDE. Either do I. But I often have so many panes open. I often have, I do side by side a lot because I have the wide monitor. Yeah, that big ass monitor. And then I often split, sometimes I have three or four side by side. And then within those, I split them horizontally a lot. Anyway, I do lots of splitting. I need to, uh, well, thanks to their, thanks to their Vim bindings. bindings. They are some of the best. The the thing that really uh, tickled me today was that you can now interact directly with 3v4l.org. Uh, so this is a tool that lets you run whatever text is currently on your screen uh, in any number of versions of PHP. So it will... You, you hit... You know, you, you, you create a scratch file, paste some PHP code into it, and hit run, and it gives you the output for every single one of the versions that it supports. So I, I got something I want to show you guys, and, and I don't want to knock on PHP Storm, obviously, so maybe this is something simple. But this is something, this is an issue I'm having. This recently started happening, so maybe maybe it's something very simple that you guys can can help me with. Matter of fact, let me get that uh, let me get that off the screen. Okay. So, like we talked about the the relative lines here, look how big this gutter is now, and it only gets huh. bigger if I if I if I maximize it. Like if I maximize, I don't even see relative see lines. So the so the relative lines are right here. Oh, yeah, that's off really the screen. Yeah. There they go. Oh, there, there go. you go. So the relative lines are right here, and this is where the code... And this is just blank. Like, there's nothing here. This is all just blank. Hmm. And it just started. Like, it just started with one, one of the recent releases. Because um, I used to have a little transparent uh, PHP architect um, background on, on mine. And I realized, I'm like, oh, shoot. It, it disappeared, and I realized, oh, I it upgraded and just didn't carry over, which happens from time to time. But, uh, but yeah, I, I can't figure out what's causing this. If anybody in Discord or anybody watching or listening to the show has an idea of what's causing this huge gutter right here, I call it a gutter. I don't know if this is all gutter. I don't know if it's meant to do something, but... It, yeah, it looks like it's all part of the gutter. Yeah. Like, can it, you write... Can you right-click closer to the mail from to see the gutter options? Like, if you're there and hit right-click, do you get mm-hmm. the annotate? No. The annotate is uh, grayed out. Oh, I don't... I don't. We can't see that pop-up, so it's weird. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Let, let, no, actually, that, that's a .env file. Let me, let me open up... Uh, let me just open up... Like, uh, well, that's all I meant was you get that part, you get the gutter menu there, so it is all gutter is what I was what I was getting. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Annotate with uh, get blame. Yeah, that's yeah. all. 
all here. That's all I was getting uh, hmm. looking for. Yeah, I don't know what's causing that. It's uh, like I said, it, it only gets bigger when I maximize. It's like weird when I maximize it. Like half my screen is like a gutter. <laughs> well, That's weird. another interesting the, the new UI is still in beta, so yeah, could be that. Uh, another interesting improvement is shared indexes for popular PHP packages. So if you use any modern IDE, you'll know that indexing a big project is a pain in the ass. When you open up your project, it indexes the whole thing, and there's a bunch of stuff you can't do while it's indexing. That's the whole st- how you do searching and finding classes and variables and yep. con- everything. So now you can include an index with your library, and it will be used instead of building an index on the client side. So you I, need inter- you I need be- to interrupt real quick. I need to interrupt real quick. Anybody in Discord, that is not an official survey from the PHP Ugly staff. You're being scammed. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, we, we've yeah. kind of given PHP Storm their... their, their yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, but I'm still, I'm still going over the interesting... So there's a bunch of fixes for behaviors during indexing. So stuff that you normally couldn't do while it was building indexes, uh, it can now do... So are you now supposed to include that in your repo? Uh, No, I believe that IntelliJ or JetBrains is uh, handling this all on their own. Really? I think they're building their own library of indexes for packages, packages. Oh, interesting. So it's funny that they, going back to your Discord comment, it's funny that they're using JotForm. That is something new to me, and... I, we're now using that for a huge form on a project, and it's interesting. It's I am not familiar with JotForm. <clears throat> so it's like anything else. You can build your a simple form to host, and all of a sudden we needed this huge like five-page questionnaire, and it's just so much data. Instead of trying to build it within HTML, it was, hey, why don't we use JotForm? And then JotForm has all these integrations. So you build out the form. It's got a lot of conditionals. Like when I say yes to this, I have to upload a file. Or it's got signatures. So if you need them to sign the form that they're filling out, they can do that. Uh, I've already said uploading files. But the big thing was they have so many integrations. So when you submit the form it can integrate with all sorts of services, including Salesforce, but it can also send a webhook of all the data that was filled out. So you let somebody fill out the form and hit a webhook on your system. The problem is authentication. How do you know which user filled that out? Mm. Because it's a webhook. There's no authentication at that point. The way I did it, I'm now thinking, while it, it's semi-secure. It's not. It's using UUIDs instead of integers, so you can't really easily spoof another user. I guess I could include some sort of token. I can say, "Here's a user ID, and here's a some sort of encrypted signature to make sure that those match." I did not go that far. Anyway, just something to think about if you're going to use that. 
and you get that data back, uh, make sure you're considering authentication or authorization. Interesting. I got to go one more feature for PHP Storm. This one's super cool. Debugging now supports data flow analysis. Huh? So when you execute a method or a function, the debugger runs through your ifs, elses, all those statements and figures out what's going to be executed and what's not. So it knows it knows the inputs that it's been given and says, yeah, you're never going to reach this line of code because this input doesn't match what it's checking for. So it but tells you... For that, that, for that, yeah, for that specific yeah. execution? Yeah, for that specific yeah. execution. Yeah. I mean, I okay. I, I, I think that would be actually a little annoying if it just said, hey... You're not going to hit this conditional, just so you know. Like, what tells you why? <laughs> it's, it's so are you moving back to PHP Storm? I am. I am moving okay. back to PHP Storm. It's going to take some time because uh, i got to relearn my, my keyboard commands. If you, if you knew your Vim bindings, it wouldn't take any time at all. You just enable yeah. your Vim bindings and you're off and running. Yep. Just like then, that. Then other parts of my life would have fallen apart, so... Who knows? Well, I don't think so. All right, uh, let's do this real fast. Didn't mean to do that. That was a mistake. Uh, let's thank our Patreon supporters. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, Patreon supporters. Um, hey, you changed it up, didn't you? I like it. I did. Actually, Except now our, to, you got to turn off our cameras. Now. There, we oh, there we go. There we go. Um, so I got something weird. To, to, I mean... Everybody does it. Well, not everybody. A lot of software. This is, it has nothing to do with our Patreon supporters. These are our Patreon supporters. We we appreciate all you. Shows a little better because of you. Thank you, Buttery. You've been with us for forever. I, I hope to meet you one day, Buttery. Uh, you're a good person. Um, the a, a lot of software where you have a license. PHP Storm does this, for example. When you fire it up, it checks back home to make sure your license is valid before it lets you use the software. So PHP Storm is not open source, it's not free, uh, although there's a lot of ways to get it for free, uh, legal legal ways to get it for free. They're, they're very charitable with um, user groups and giving away free licenses. So if, if you really want a PHP Storm license, you, you know, if you participate in the community, chances are you'll find somewhere to get one. But I say all that to say, Software calling home to make sure licenses are valid is very normal. And I just try, I just basically don't think about it, right? Because it's like, ah, eh, I don't think about it. Because if you, if you think about it too much, it's like, all right, they know every time I'm using this software, like how much information do they know? How much is reporting back? But it's like one of these like, like unspoken rules. You don't tell me you're doing it and I won't think about the fact that you're doing it sort of thing. That all got shattered this week when I got an email from Tinkerwell. So Tinkerwell is this uh, Laravel-specific uh, application that allows you to interact with your... It's basically like the... Uh, Small correction, the, not Laravel-specific. 
Yeah, that's that's true. You're right. It, it, PHP. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's big so, in the Laravel world, but it, it is yeah, just it, PHP it is, in general. It is well, and the name Tinker comes from the artisan command Tinker. So, I, a, a long time ago, I, I had bought a uh, lifetime license for it because I'm like, hey, right, this person Ooh. done a pretty good job. I don't use it. Even then, I didn't use it very frequently, but it was nice to have. And they went through the hassle of having a Linux version of it. So I'm like, okay, let me show them some love. They, they did this this work. And I'll, I'll fire it up every now and then, but I don't use it often. I get an email from Tinkerwell. It says, hey, we've noticed you haven't used our application in a while. You should think about using it. I'm like, the f- what? What? Don't tell, don't let me know that you're paying attention to that. Don't, I don't want you to, I don't, don't tell me that. It was weird. It's very weird. So Tinker, well, don't do that. That freaks me out, man. It's not that hard to pay attention to. Hey, you haven't logged in. You don't like, log in. It's just a, it's just a license check. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I assume that's what they did. They just say, hey, any, any accounts that haven't, Check their licenses in the last thirty days. You know, send them a little email. I, I don't know if there's some ulterior motive, like they're they're trying to get all the licenses to check in again or something. But yeah, it was weird, man. It's just it was a weird email to get. It's like VS Code, where they sent me an email saying, "Hey, uh, you haven't started VS Code in over a year. What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did have that recently with, with JetBrains, where you get one license, and I now have. I got my Mac back up and running to do s- some things for the magazine, and I use PHP Storm even for the magazine editing. So I fire up PHP Storm over there. And it's like you're using that on another computer. You need to stop. Either. Oh really? Yeah, you can't have it running on two machines at the same time. So are I've, you saying, I've seen I've seen worse are, though. I mean, I've seen companies that sell like a lifetime license, but then like later on change their terms of service that it's a lifetime license to that version. That version, yeah. I, I've like, had that happen to me before. I'm uh, like, what that is, is this? That is Navicat. scum of the earth behavior. I had that happened with Navicat. I I bought a life lifetime license. I was like, oh yeah, this is a lifetime license for version seven or whatever version it, whatever version it was. I'm like, what? What? No, that's not how these work. But but John, back to what you were saying. Are you are you saying or, or do you know if I have PHP Storm open on my desktop and then I go remote and I try to open up PHP Storm, it'll say, Hey, PHP Storm is open somewhere no. else. You can't No, it'll let you do it. So it'll work on that machine, it'll block your desktop at home. Oh, okay. So it's, it's like a Spotify thing. It's like, hey, you're right. playing music on a different device. Right. No, it makes whatever you open most recent, that's now your official version gotcha. that you're using. And gotcha. then the other one is blocked until it says, no, deactivate. So all it does is make you choose one or the other. So you go back to your desktop and you're like, no, deactivate the laptop. That'll stop working and now you can use it on your laptop. You just can't. You, It's preventing someone buying it for an office and having 30 people sit there and use it at the same time. Mm. Uh, That's, 
I don't, that doesn't bother me. It's it's other other companies that screw around with licenses drives me nuts. Yeah, all your kids are fighting in Discord. Yeah, do you have you not get those things, get those things tied? Have you not no, met cauterized? <laughs> have you not met twenty year old kids? Twenty five. Twenty five. Oh god, they just fight nonstop. Yeah. I don't do it about them. All right. All right. I, I got to, do we even talk about Trello? We, did we, does anybody have any I've Trello pulled, cards? Yeah, I got a bunch. The, the PHP Storm features was a Trello card. That's awesome. I'm to move them over as we're talking about them. Yeah, no. All right. Yeah. A big one came up. Uh, the PER coding style 2.0 has been released. If you don't remember what this is, this is a a living document standard for PHP. Uh, so because the coding standard stuff changes so frequently, the uh, it's not FIG. What is the what is the group that releases this? PSR or oh, it is FIG. It's PHP FIG. Yeah, it's FIG, FIG, FIG does kind of manages it, but yeah, they release yeah. PSR is what they were releasing. Yeah, so PSRs will still exist as like long-term or permanent guidelines, uh, but PERs are mutable. So it's released on GitHub as a contributable document. Uh, you can pull it or fork it and make your changes to it and suggest them. Uh, and from now on, we won't have to get fig what it was fig two and then it was or PSR two and then it was PSR twelve. Or mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was PSR one and two and twelve. So So instead of having a PSR per coding style change, it's it's a it's a versioned be. coding style guide now. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't think a whole lot has changed in this version. But uh, I do like that you'll be able to go in and look at the history of all the changes and contributions. Do you guys? Uh, I, I'm I'm just asking this because it's here. Do you guys ever group your use state statements? No, I I, ha- I I haven't yet. I enjoy it, and then I ran because um, I'm you know a Laravel. Most of my apps are Laravel apps. I I ran Pint and. Pint is supposed to. It, it basically is a PHP PHP CS fixer for Laravel, so it kind of enforces the Laravel standards to coding, and it broke all my groupings out. I'm like, ugh, but I like the groupings. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I'm be running Pint anymore, but yeah, I I, I like this. Uh, <clears throat> PHP CBF does the same thing, doesn't it? Based on your PHP CS rules, I assume. Yeah, yeah. That's what I use. PHP CBF takes your PHP CS rules and then will automatically fix what it can. You're saying PHP CBF? Yep. What the hell is that? CBF. It's it's PHP. something he just made up. It's like a, yeah. I, I like just a set a bunch of something. letters together and you typed them in, dumbass. <laughs> PHP code beautifier. Is that is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. What is this? If I ran that thing, it would come back with no results. I don't recommend running it across your entire 
system, but we, especially on a legacy app, because then it, your PR becomes bloated, but maybe run just that on a single file and see what it changes. So how, what, what's the difference between this and CS Fixer? Or, or do, do you know? Do you know? P- PHP CS just tells you things are broken. This tries to fix them for you. No, Fixer fixes things. PHP but, okay. I, I, I'm not talking about Fixer. I said PHP CS. All it does is okay. tell you that the issue is there. It's your code sniffer. Mm. And then this is an actual code changer correct okay yeah i think i just need to figure out the rules to get it to ignore certain things i just didn't care enough so yeah well another thank you goes out to our discord a woods has decided to do the googling for you and given you a solution to your extra sized gutters oh that's not it, Awoods. Uh, I do appreciate you. Oh, set number with equal four. I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so, so the icons is unchecked. Um, because I checked it. I'm like, well, what's this? I checked it, and it looks like that's what it would be. It looks like it would be those icons. You know, it's making room for those icons, but I've never had that checked. I'll have to try the set command. And see if uh, see if that does it for me. I, I closed uh, I've closed my PHP storm at, at this point, but I will I'll open it back up and report back. <clears throat> All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, here. So that's how fast it opens now. I, I will say PHP storm has gotten a lot faster from yeah. early days. So what did you say? Uh, what did, what did you say? Set, Set width? Num- num- number width. Oh, num four. num with okay number with yeah yeah Set, and we're um, looking for title suggestions people in discord i saw a few come through equals four no bang title and some sort of title suggestion for the show and then one of eric's nope. favorite kids will create a cool thumbnail no that doesn't do any words i appreciate you uh I, I i appreciate the suggestion it feels like that that would have worked but no uh, the uh, the Vim setting didn't, didn't work. Sorry, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm sure. I'm sure something's checked somewhere. If you guys aren't seeing, if you guys aren't having the problem, it's just me. I'm sure something is checked uh, somewhere. And- well, today I learned I need to upgrade to 2023.1. I'm still in 2022. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I feel like uh, we're here. Let's get uh, let's get the toast can back up here. I feel like we're at a. Let me oh, just to sleep in. Where's he at? Boom. There she is. There she is. The toast cam. Sleeping by the arcade game. I need, um, a, I need a circadian cam. One of my cats is always here by my desk now. Yeah. I have a, a cat tree right at arm's reach. So I've always got someone to, to debug with. My next cat will be named Rubber Ducky. Rubber Ducky? Mm-hmm. Now we got one named Bug. We got a cat named Bug. So it's appropriate. All right. I feel like we need to wrap things up. You guys got anything what, else you want to touch what on? We, what we did not talk about. Go ahead. 
Whoops. Yes. Always, I always do the wrong one. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. You get $100 off tech. Just for listening to our show. I, what are we at? 40 days away? We're so close, man. We're so close. You might have to sleep under a bridge, but we'd, we'd be happy to have you at 39 tech. days to go to <laughs> PHP Wait tech. Wait a second. <laughs> that discount is better than the discount you gave me specifically. He's literally <laughs> had this discount up for like the last Three month. Weeks. Yeah, but I just yeah, but I just looked it up. I just looked it up again today. <laughs> I can't believe you. Well, I got I got I got a real spoiler for you. You should have been a supporter on Patreon. <laughs> oh, pays pays to be friends of the show. I mean, to be fair. Half of the supporters on Patreon are going for free as as team members of PHP Architect. This is true. And yes. half of them are going for free as family members. <laughs> is your family going to be out there with us? Both either of you? My uh, my current wife, as long as I, I'm, I'm not shot dead tonight, uh, will be attending. We'll be working it. Looking forward to... Oh, okay, so now we have motive. Yes, yes, motive. Oh, I didn't even share with you. Mine will not be there. My kids are still in school then. John, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't... John is such a pain in the ass to talk to in Slack. Like, I'll talk to him for like two days, then he'll he'll respond on one thing. It's like... What are you talking about now? I sent you the cool picture of my new toy. I said awesome. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I to get, be fair, I got, I, oh, I got excuse, a new toy I said nice. every week. I said nice. I got, uh, my my wife has gotten into the, the crickets and making, I, we, we talked about last week, the mugs, doing the mugs and just getting better at it. She, what I really like about <laughs> it is she like, she, she's trying all these different things. Some work, hold, some don't okay, work. Okay, hold on. Crick, you're, you're saying crickets like people understand. You mean I don't know how cutter. to explain it. It's it's a paper cutting yeah, template. That's all device. it does is yes, cut. It cuts it, things. But, not crickets as in the things lizards eat. But She's not uh, trying new wild she things. Also with has, crickets. She also has this uh mug maker. Mug like label. So she cuts things out on, on cricket and she puts it on a mug, you tape it on the mug, and it infuses into the mug. So it's like it's not like a sticker on top of the mug. It's like part of the mug. It's very impressive. And she's gotten more and more into this, and she's been doing some experimenting, which is really cool, because she tries things, and things. sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. This is her 3D printer, right? I mean, I was uh, I had gotten into the 3D printing and the edging, uh, etching, and th- th- that kind of got her kind of creative juices flowing. You know, she got this. And then... Together, we had come up with this idea. I, I always have these like T-shirt ideas that I, that I well, John, John's been privy to many of my designs. I'm like, hey, John, what about this one? And no. uh, but it's no. it's really hard. No, not that one. Um, like making like you have to get a like a minimum quantity if you like you know one. I mean, it's just not worth it. So the wife and I were talking about some ideas and. I broke down and I got a 
a t-shirt press. So it's like it's a whole press that makes t-shirts and hats. So <laughs> I'm very so, excited. We haven't uh we haven't we haven't actually done. It. I even bought a I bought a Epson printer that we are going to use to make transparent to make the whatever the transfers. things that transfers, yeah. So yeah, kind of excited. I, I don't know if the Epson printer thing is going to work. It was, it was one of these. Hey, here's a here's a hack if you do this because they have printers that are specific for that. And you know, there were like articles online that said, "Oh no, you can just get a you know a regular printer. The one everybody recommends is this Epson printer because you can fill it with the right ink." But then they say once you do it, it's always that like you can never use it as a regular printer again. But you fill it with this this special ink, and you know it it saves you about it costs about half as much as the specialized printer. So I haven't gotten it all hooked up to verify that works. But uh, yeah, I'm excited because finally some of my creations will come to life, and I have one that I'm very very excited to do. So. When was the last time you touched the 3D printer that you stole from John? Uh, it's been it's been a while. Um, <laughs> It's and it's it's not it, it really isn't because I, I haven't wanted to because I, I just started getting functional things. Matter of fact, I have a little list of things I need to start printing. Uh John had mentioned it. I I had, I swapped it back over to laser etching. And there were a couple of things I wanted to get laser etched. And um then I'm like, oh no, 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 I want to print some stuff and just haven't I just haven't swapped it back. So the, the seventy five screws you have to take out to swap heads. Yeah. Did you exactly. see the guy? Did you see the guy who used the laser etcher to remove a tattoo? No. Oh my god! What? Yeah, I would April not Fools. recommend doing that. No, for real. <laughs> no, that's very you interesting. Can't. It would burn. They're not designed for that. It would well, no, burn they're not you. designed for that. I burn myself no. just swapping the head out. So the the trick is you have to put it. The focal length of it has to be just below the skin where the ink goes. Mm, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, I, of course not. Can I just drag this? Can I drag that in Discord? No, I can't. So anyways, I'm very happy for my t-shirt press. I'm excited. Maybe can't I'll make see some what P comes out of it. PHP ugly t-shirt press t-shirts. Yeah, you can you can make some kind of funny shirts and explain them slowly to John. Well, because it's Valentine's Day coming up, but I'm already married, so it's my wife's butt. <laughs> I got my girlfriend flowers for Valentine's Day, and my wife was pissed. <laughs> All right. Funny when you have to explain things to me. That's going to be it for episode 330. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shout
Shouts out to PHP the ugly It's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless it with style So let's do it when I'm spitting I perfume the room Yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom That came from Thomas Yeah can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP the programming language About to break it down no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living web applications Okay, I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing, keep it ugly We ending every show with the saying it's lovely Let's go Yeah, come on